Welcome to the Finance Fam Show. This is where we cover finances, faith, family, and freedom. Whether you're in debt or a seasoned investor, this show is going to help you beat the rat race, build wealth, get out of debt, invest, and live with purpose to gain freedom and impact the kingdom, however the Lord calls you as a believer. Andrew and I are two dudes that love Jesus. We love our families. We love freedom. We love personal finance. And we want to help you unleash all the potential that God has in store for you. So we're not finance experts. This isn't financial advice, but we're so glad you're here. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome, good people, to this episode of Finance Fam. I'm Isaiah. This is Andrew Bullard, our host, co-host. And today we've got something really cool in store we're going to discuss. Um, It's personally been a passion of mine the last couple of weeks here. It's changed my job, changed my day-to-day. Andrew, you said it's changing this podcast and the way you're you're doing things. Oh, yeah. Um, You may have heard about it, but what are we talking about today? We're, we're talking about a new technology called ChatGPT. And this is one yeah. of those we might need to push right to the front of our release date. Like We're, record, <laughs> we're recording yeah, this yeah. right now, February 16th, 2023. You know, we're going to look back on this episode as a our you know first reaction, the first time we ever discussed this. This is fundamentally going to change the way people do work. Yep. Um, it's going to create more productivity and all that good stuff. So the technology is ChatGPT. I think I said that right, ChatGPT. Yeah. And so um, I asked this. Uh, so can you explain it? Uh, I, I think that you've yeah. you've had two weeks of processing information through this technology yeah. and and uh, using it and so application. Yeah, real quick. There's many AI engines that have been around for the past couple of years. Most of them have not been very smart. Actually, this is technically ChatGPT four. There's been four wow. iterations. ChatGPT three was the last one that was pretty decent. Um, it was like handling a lot of copywriting and stuff. But basically, um, I don't remember the scientist's name. It's Sam, I think Lex, and then Elon Musk are behind. What we're behind this really? this AI, and they developed it, and um, it's changing the world. It's open. It's owned by a company called OpenAI. They've done Dolly or Dali, I think, uh, for image generation. They've done a couple of different things in the in the industry. So ChatGPT is definitely changing the world. The last thing I'll say about it before we get into what it is, um, I think Instagram, TikTok, like all these major uh, platforms broke records in the last five years because of the amount of users they gained within uh, a certain time period. So I think TikTok, for example, took X amount of months to hit a million uh Profile signups, basically, and this tool blew all those out of the water. It took four days to get a million signups. Wow! When it when it dropped, so it's it's incredible. It's the best uh, I think current AI engine out there. There's there's a couple that I'm using, but for language processing, this is definitely the best. Um, so yeah, do you want to share what it told you? Yeah. So I asked this um, this chat bot what it was, and so you know we we kind of when we had a, a reaction to it a couple weeks ago, or I guess it was last week, I asked it the question, who who are you, what are you? (laughs) And it told me, I am an AI language module created by OpenAI. I was trained on a large data set of text to help me generate human-like responses to various questions and tasks. My goal is to provide helpful, informative, and engaging responses to the queries of users. And that pretty much sums up what the technology is quite well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, again, it's so much more beyond what we've seen. Now it's as sophisticated as, you know, tell me, I don't know, tell me how much that, we were talking about Honda parts. Like, tell me about this Honda part. Crazy. But tell me the price and the protocol to replace it in Shakespearean. And it's like, 
able to process <laughs> all that and spit it out to you. Oh, no. Oh, the brother Honda. I'm not going to try to do Shakespearean. But the point is, it's scary it's good. It's scary good. And that can't be understated how scary good it is. And so my... Um, what what I equate it to is a difference between going to the library and a Google search engine. That is what it felt like when I experienced it the first time. I was literally shocked with its ability to process information quickly and create a human-like response bringing up something that you weren't expecting. And so in a moment, we'll share our reaction to it when we first saw it together. You know, I mean, I think you had a diff- you got introduced to it before I did. Um, but I, it can't be understated just how human-like it is. And on the episode a few weeks ago, or last week when we recorded it, we started calling it Jacob, and I got a little bit creeped out. Just to be honest, we, <laughs> we called it Jacob, and I felt uncomfortable. Because it, it, it literally felt, it, it, it acted so human-like. It was as if we just brought in a professor um, with an insane amount of knowledge and he was just in the room chatting with us or if we had access to say an expert in a field right here. And so I equate it to just in the limited knowledge and research I've done so far to a literally from libraries to Google. So if you guys were around, I don't know how many old timers listen to this show. Thank you, by the way. Um, But how many people remember when Google first came out and how shocked you were that you could ask it a question and then boom, there it was. You know, for you, I'm assuming you've had Google your whole life. I'm not that much older than you, but I remember remember being... I remember remember when Internet Explorer was popular before Google Sure, was, yeah. and I remember experiencing Google for the first time and going, whoa, I can ask this any question that yeah. I want. The weird thing about Google, and this comes from my background in SEO, is when you ask Google something, you're not asking Google. Google is just a library, like you said, yeah. the first iteration yeah. of the library. Google is an online library of all the things that people post. So yes. if you're an expert on car parts, and I'm an expert on car parts, we post about car parts, and when someone searches Honda car part, whoever's article is better gets raked. Yep. You know, this is this is completely. Different. This is completely different. This is not Google. This is not. This it, is not you sifting through twenty articles on the first page trying to figure out the right response, or going yes. to a Reddit thread, or trying to go through you know hundreds of ads trying to find a recipe. This is like I'm going to give you the answer. I'm going to type it out before you, and then if you need any, if you, if I need, you need to re-ask the prompt, we'll fix it for you. Yeah, it, it's it is astounding and and a little bit scary, and so we'll talk about a little bit of 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 that. So our reaction to it last week, um, just from, uh, I guess, when when did you first see it in its complexity? Uh, who showed it to you, first of all? When did you first see its complexity and what was your reaction? Because you saw mine. You were sitting in the room when I was yeah. like, yeah. what is this thing? So I've been following AI for a couple years because of my work. Wow. Um, so I actually was aware of ChatGPT3 and I've used it for writing blogs and stuff. It's very sophisticated. But I found out probably the second or third day I was released um, on Twitter. It was trending number one, and people were signing up, and they were sharing the questions they asked it and the responses they were getting, and I immediately downloaded it. Wow. And wow. I've been using it ever since. So my, again, not probably not as shocked, but just more so surprised at how good it, it's yeah. improved. The, the, you're, so you're saying the difference between three and four was substantial. They have a, they have a, a diagram. It was like... Like ChatGPT three was like this big, and it showed billions of neurons and connection points. ChatGPT four is like the equivalent of like I can't remember. It was like a hundred times bigger, and it's it's also able to like 
grow and improve itself, which is true. Uh, you know, being able to, 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 to machine learn, learn and, and grow and, and that sort of thing. So that, that's fascinating. The di- so you actually saw three and then four came out. So why do you think, and this is just speculation, why do you think that AI has gotten so advanced so quickly? Because I remembered shortly before that came out, I was, I was scrolling through, I forget it was YouTube or something, and I was seeing AI-generated images mm-hmm. that were like, I don't know, airbrush, paint, Photoshop, whatever. Probably the same I, company, but it was Dolly. And tools. I was just going like, wait, what? And and I'd never seen anything like it. And so basically, it's the same company doing a different task, a different form. And so it was it was astounding what I was seeing. And so I knew that the AI technology progressed, but... Um, why do you think now, why 2023 has it become, you know, as I said before, library to Google, why did we have this technological breakthrough? Because I think the technological breakthrough is about the same library to Google. Why now? That's a hard question. Probably need to ask Joe Rogan or Elon Musk, but I think, (laughs) I think it's just the, uh, the advancement in human technology. So you know, for hundreds, thousands of years, we've had an archaic way of accessing information and the internet comes out and that, that changes everything. We don't know it, you know, in, in 95 or whenever the internet was mainstream, but look 10 years later, social media hits, Facebook hits, all of a sudden the pocket device happens in 2005. Yeah. Well, look at how much has happened since 2005, 2015. Incredible. And then look at 2015 to almost 2025. Like, I think it's just a rapid acceleration of technology to the point where we have so much information. We have so much machine learning. We have so many algorithms. Like every tech company is, is producing these things. Um, it was just only a matter of time, you know, before it, wow. before it was going to be available to us. And, and soon, in the f- like, let's think about 10 years from now. Where is it going to be? You're probably not having to type stuff out. You're probably got some fancy technology. You're talking to it. It's, it's in the room. Like, who knows what that looks like? But think about think about the cutting edge of, like, what's, what's it going to be like 10 years, 20 years from now? So that's my take on it. That's fantastic. So I wanted to touch on that moment last week. Like, I don't know if we're even going to air that episode we we began talking about like i don't know a fun little quip about abs versus millionaires right yeah. and then it kind of devolved into we're talking to an ai machine and it's telling us more information than we could possibly imagine about what it means it pointed out that we asked a stupid prompt basically yes yeah. and so in a normal podcast you don't have an expert in the room with you going you asked the wrong question dummy (laughs) that's basically what it was doing it was going yeah you're you know and that that was shocking to me i was a little offended by jacob to be honest we started talking him jacob and i was like jacob why you gotta be (laughs) i was literally like you can see it on my face when you know we're doing the episode I, i was literally just struck and i was just like why is this sitting so weird oh i got like a little bit rebuked by a machine for asking a question so very very funny yeah. So tell me what that experience was like uh, from your perspective. Yeah, again, it just highlights, I think, again, one thing that we're not being aware of is how the population is going to change. So, yeah. you know, think about boomers who don't know how to use Google. Like, you got to go with the times or get left behind. But my grandmother, she can log into Instagram and she can do stuff and she can, you know, she can do a lot of awesome stuff and she's older. And so I think what this is going to do, what it showed us in that moment is how to, how to, search something and ask the right question correctly and think through a prompt. It's it's going to be all based on how you prompt something rather than just like 
giving like like there's a there's a good way to google and there's a bad way to google when yes. i see people who don't know how to google things properly it actually annoys me yeah it's probably me <laughs> <laughs> it's like do you not know how to use this like the search engine you know so yeah. i think i think chat gpt is gonna be the same way it's gonna, like it's gonna be based on um people are gonna evolve with how they search sure things. so how what was your reaction so just to you know relive that moment you hand me the machine and and I, I type in, you know, the question, you know, are there more millionaires in America or Americans with apps? And so it started answering those questions, I think live on air. I forget what yeah, was so going on. So you type on. it in and it types it back to you. And so what was happening from your perspective? I'm just sitting here like, wait, what? <laughs> what? I asked the wrong question. What do you mean I asked the wrong question? What do you mean that it's hard to define what abs actually are? Yeah. For me, I was just, I was loving, I was loving <laughs> seeing your reaction. I feel like I'm trying to share with people and they just, they're like, you can see the blanks so of they're not disconnected. Like they're so disconnected from what I'm trying to share with them. Yes. Like this is life changing. Absolutely. This is, Absolutely. And AI is not here to replace us. I've been telling you this. It's here to supercharge us in 10X, 100X or output. So I'm just like. So good. I love seeing people like you being like, this, I'm going to start using this. This is incredible. You yeah. know, it, more people need to use it. I, I, I've showed a couple of friends who are like, I'm going to start a business now. Shout out to Kessler. who's going to create like. Okay. Real estate listings, okay. to agents, like that's where people need to start thinking is how to we're yeah. thinking the financial part of this podcast. Yeah. This tool can change finances, businesses, our agencies using it for AI video creation. Like that was my reaction was someone is, has caught the flame of what is happening. Yeah. You know? It's exciting. So let's talk about applications. So they are endless with this. Oh man. And and it's in every industry. And I remember thinking back in the day, like, I don't know. When I started to notice the advancement of AI technology, I was like, you know what? I'm thankful that I'm a pastor, or I'm a, <laughs> you know, not a pastor. I'm in ministry, right? Yeah. Like, that's the that is the appeared career trajectory. I'm glad that that's what I'm in because AI can't do that, right? Like, I'm the only yeah. one that can prepare the sermon. Though we did ask some, <laughs> some Christianese questions, and it, it I'm was the scary only one, good. I'm the only one that can, yeah, you know. It's, and so what I realized quickly with this particular thing it's like you know it can maybe you can write a better sermon than i can not better in quotation marks but we'll get into that in a little bit i think what i observed is it can be used in ministry and that 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 really excited excited me especially and we'll talk you know i don't know if we want to do a 45 episode 45 minute episode about all the applications (laughs) in ministry but i think that's where my mind went i was literally like this changes everything this yeah. changes the way we do ministry, and it will. It yeah. will change people. To to not leave it to one specific industry, yeah. I'll say this. It's language-based, right? Anything that requires text and thought and human, yeah, human thought, that's what the tool can be used for. Yes. I have, <laughs> I've used it to write emails. Read me this email from this person and write me back a response. No. I've used it for so I'm emailing, blog. I'm emailing you and it's not even you, Isaiah. Come on, man. So, this is really doing? bad. I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> oh, no. A colleague of mine no. had somebody request a, uh, what's it called when they ask for like a, like if you want a job and you need a reference, a reference, right? Is yeah, a reference. Called? No. This guy was no. like, Chad GPT, write me a reference letter for this person. No. And it was great. And it saves them time because no one wants to actually do that. Just being real. That's me. And forgive me if that offends somebody. So anything that's language-based, emails, um, wow. we have outlines for our podcast, outlines, sermons, sermon bullet points, uh, uh-huh. lectures, uh, paper, papers for college students, <laughs> blogs, There's social no- media content, anything that's text-based, you can automate it and, and you can just 10x 
100x year output. So. I'm, I'm literally so mad about all the papers I wrote about topics oh, I didn't care about. Yeah. I, I literally didn't care about yeah. like probably 50, 60% of the things I wrote about it. There was oh. just nothing there. It was just like boring, dull research. And so the future, like Ben won't have to write those. Like, I, I don't know if we understand this. Ben, my son, the two-year-old, will not have to write essays. My son won't have to write them because the need to write an essay is obsolete. Yeah. It is no longer needed. I wonder what that does to a generation. <laughs> it just has it. We can talk about the scary implications there, but I, I'm not saying he won't be required to. I'm not saying that it wouldn't be good for him to learn. What I'm saying is his need to learn has become obsolete to learn that particular skill there are a million skills ben can learn that he can provide value to the world that are not writing that's crazy changing the world anything um (laughs) anything last minute on finances that we're not thinking of that this tool could be used for uh we'll have to like maybe test it out and not do it this live we're going to talk about these applications right sales research right creative creative writing. writing Yeah, and, and that sort of tech thing? space. I'm trying to think of like financial things you could do with it. You could probably ask it to do budgeting for you. You could probably ask it. Yeah. Yeah. It the problem is at least the one right now and currently again February 16th, 2023. This is a crucial conversation that you guys know. This is February 16th, 2023. So it's very new. Maybe by the time you're listening to this a month two later, a year later, that what we're talking about doesn't even make sense. It's far more advanced. Um but at least right now, the data is only from 2021. Is that correct? So Yeah, they stopped it up to <laughs> yeah. 2021 because they want to see how accurate its responses are. And so far, it's been scary good. Incredible. But they intentionally limit, limited it. Fascinating. So I, I don't know what that would do for finances because we're in a different financial space now than in 2021. And so I think that you wouldn't be able to use it for like active numbers, real time. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so... Fascinating stuff. So we're going to talk about a few of these applications. I want to start with um, ministry because I'm in ministry and this is my show. <laughs> this is our this is our show, Isaiah. I, did, I didn't mean to say it like that. That sounded so rude. <laughs> like, Isaiah, this is my show. I can hey. talk about it. I want you to talk about all the ways you've oh, been will. using I already it already. I already did. So <laughs> <laughs> You don't email me. You email ChatGPT, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So good. But so when I first started like processing, you know, what happened last week when we asked, you know, Jacob, as we're calling him affectionately, what the um, the difference between how many millionaires are there in America and how many people with abs. And I realized how, how insanely, what's the word, how insanely uh, accurate and, I don't know, knowledgeable critical, it was. Critical, critical. Yeah, critical thinking. I started to... You know, talk about the implications with a few people at Gate City. And I was like, Gate City Church, Gate City House Prayer. It's where I work uh, full-time there right now. And so I talked with one of the pastors there. And, you know, he told me, like, you know, pastors have been using this kind of stuff <laughs> for a very, very long time. They've been buying sermons. You know, they've been relying on Google for information. It's like we have this idea that pastors... You know, they just get this message from heaven and it comes on yeah, a page through hours of prayer and then it just drops in their lap and they share it with the people. No, a lot of it is just like simple outlines, simple bullet points. Yeah. And the the thought I had, honestly, and, and this this is going to show how, how goofy I am. I love the Beatles. I, I've shown Isaiah some Beatles songs. He's not really 
It's, it's not his thing. It's not not his thing, right? What's your opinion of the Beatles? I've never listened to yeah. <laughs> more than three songs. The Beatles <laughs> hate me. Whatever. Whatever. So, so I thought of this, uh, um, this song by the Beatles, Eleanor Rigby. It's like two minutes long. It's an experimental uh, song with a cello. It's beautiful. Look it up. I thought about the pastor in this song, and this is this is what's beautiful about AI. AI in its current form with chat uh, GPT, did I say it right? It eliminates the issue that Father McKenzie was was uh, was having. So this is verse two of the Beatles song, Eleanor Rigby. Father McKenzie, writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear. I'm not going to sing it. I think that that's a copyright violation. Did I just do no, a copyright no, violation? Please, please just okay. keep singing. Anyway, <laughs> Father McKenzie, writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear. No one comes near. I'm going to say that again. Father McKenzie, writing the words of a sermon that no one will hear. No one comes near. Look at him working darning his songs in the night when there's nobody th- there's nobody there why does he care and so this struck my heart with such like i don't know what i just started thinking and praying about the implications of ai i think there's pastors out there isaiah especially small maybe small town pastor small congregation their time can be freed up to actually do the pastoring that they're supposed to be doing they can actually spend time doing what they got into it for because they have a theological expert in the room with them. Yep. Now, I'm not saying that they should rely on AI. But for, I'm saying they should. <laughs> it's well, so good now. Yeah, but what I'm Crazy. saying is there must be, when you're behind a pulpit, I believe you have a responsibility oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for to sure. share what the Holy Spirit is saying. Yeah. But what you do have in the room is you're preparing a sermon with AI is you have a theological expert there. I think it's a quicker understanding yes. revelation and like gathering and like yeah. just rational way of thinking and organizing the sermon. Yeah, so instead of looking at your favorite commentary, I'm not saying don't do that. Look at, like type in... You could say, give me all the cross-references on peace. And yes. it's just, it's a different way than, you know, yeah. traditional ways. It's a commentary it, that draws on thousands of commentaries. It's like, exactly. it's like not only is it a comment, a Bible commentary, this chat AI or whatever it's called, open AI, it is a, a, a massive library at your disposal. And so I think it's a great Bible study tool for non-pastors. Like if you just want to look up some Bible verses about this topic, you know, and that sort of thing. And yeah. and obviously don't take what it says as the word of God. Like, <laughs> like don't let AI be the voice of God in your life. I'm not saying that, but I think that's the possibility that excites me so much is I like, I personally know a lot of Father McKenzie's. Like I personally know a yeah. lot of people in ministry that are just burned out doing things that are... Um, that are tedious and AI can get it done in an instant. And, and you know, this show is about freedom. So imagine the freedom yeah, that you have. Bring it home, Andrew. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> there we go. But it's really, freedom, baby. really, you have this technology and I don't know when we'll release this, but, but it provides freedom for people. And I think that, yeah. that, uh, you know, obviously there's, there's a lot of fears that people have with AI, but I really think that there's some opportunity there. So, that's my thought about Amen. ministry applications. <laughs> yeah. So what about applications, uh, what, not applications, uh, applications in, in your sphere, yeah. in your industry, right? You are marketing, yep. so that's a lot of writing, Lots blog of writing. posts and things Newsletters, of that nature. 
um, ad copy, headlines, website copy, you name it. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, I mentioned emails and all the things that I'm already currently using it for, but again, I love you just touching on freedom. I'm going to, I'm going to hone in that point. You have whatever the information of billions of data points at your disposal and the most smartest engine ever, ever conceived possible by yes. man in front of you. And so you can use that for it. I'm just reading here. What you said sales, research, creative writing, sales, like now you can write cold email outreach to wow. however many people you want and, and let it spin it up for you. Now you can offer an email writing service or a blog service. Like people that have never done SEO are like, dude, I can, I can fulfill blogs now, you know? And I'm not saying that you should just start rolling with that. Like you need to have some basic level of strategy, but yeah, this yeah. is, this is, you should not be scared of this. This is a tool. This is an assistant to supercharge you as a human and make you faster and better. So we're using it right now to pump out thousands of pages for SEO with videos. Um, it's going to change uh, our business with the agency, ad copy, websites. Again, anything you want to do with it, it's there for. So um, I think I'll say this, bringing it back to finance, this is the best time probably to start a side hustle or business. I'm gonna, I'm just going to say it. Like, just, just say it, Isaiah. Just go out and say it. Previously, you had to go on YouTube. <laughs> you had to spend hours. Had, and I'm not saying you don't need to learn. Yeah. You need to get good at your skill. Yeah. But now there's there's literally no excuse. If you haven't started that that writing job <laughs> or whatever business, like you you could probably ask it to teach you how to do something and it'll teach you. I actually had an idea for an app. I won't, I won't go down. I won't chase this route. Uh, whole, but I had an idea for an app for months that I've been brewing on, and finally I just got the courage to ask it what it thought about it and what <laughs> you the had competitors the courage were. To act, you had the courage and humility to ask the expert on your laptop. What do you think about this idea? Is it a good idea? And it started giving me like, uh, you should consider competitors. I was like, okay, well, tell me the competitors about my idea. It gave me all the competitors. Where would I start to learn how to code that idea? Start here. Okay, I actually it was actually helping a developer because we you know uh, one of That's our developers. That's a business plan, Isaiah. Exactly. Just you, ask. You had a, a business partner with you. <laughs> the best business partner ever. If you're a developer, are you kidding me? Last thing I'll say is, guys, uh, uh, Chris Legg is one of our developers at Blueprint. This guy will spend hours figuring out code problems with our websites and development or whatever. He's like, dude, I have saved twenty hours this week. I'll just tell it. Here's the code. Tell me where the problem is, and it does it thousand times faster than he would have done it manually so that is the key using it as an assistant for whatever your work is try to figure out what it is that you do daily and implement it into your life yep automation it goes back to i mean the things we talk about a lot in the show lifestyle design fire movement that sort of thing you know what kind of things can save you lots of time and so that's what um this breakthrough this scientific breakthrough can provide for you more time more freedom automation Last thing I'll say, people don't know about this. And they this don't. is they don't. This is you're on our show, you're getting it right now, baby. Yeah. I'm surprised how many people don't know about this. This is the time the next I think you're I think we're in an opportunity of six months to a year before it fully takes off where you should capitalize and you this is your time to dig your heels and either go all in or get left behind in my opinion. That's my last thought. But yeah. Yeah. So I, I have uh, lots of last thoughts. I sort of asked Facebook. I, I didn't ask Facebook. Here's what I said, Isaiah, on Facebook, and um, I, I just want to hear your response. Yeah. Have you seen my uh, my thread on Facebook? I don't think so. Okay, here we go. I probably could have said this better. Okay. <laughs> AI Chat GPT is going to change the way pastors prepare sermons. It will give your pastor his time back, time to actually pastor people not simply slave away making a good sermon. AI can prepare in minutes, 
what used to take long hours of study. That didn't go over well. I could have said it better. What is your reaction to uh, to what I shared there? General reaction? That's yeah. true. It's just, it's yeah. it's true. And I think a lot of people don't know what this thing is. And so I would say right now, if you're listening, just give it a shot. Just start like you did it, with Google for the first time. It's easier than Facebook to sign up. You just yes. need your email. People, the amount of people that have talked to me like, how do I sign up? What do I do? It's like, just go. Just search ChatGBT. Yeah. Can we provide up. a link in the <clears throat> description? Probably. It's free so, right now. That's another thing. It's, it's, it's free, free right now. It's not going to be free. It's, it's going to be like 100 bucks a month. Yeah, it's, got, it's, it's worth it. It, it. I honestly don't know why they're giving it away for the price that they it's are. It's to gather... Well, right now it's to gather information. Yeah. So, so that's something I would, I would just use this right now. There, there seems to be a moment of opportunity and scientific breakthrough. So that is our action item for you guys. The applications are off the wall. You know, this is longer than any episode we've ever done, um, just because it, it's it is that big of a deal. And so, I don't know, Isaiah. We might release this early. I think yeah. before season two. I think I this is it. a special. Okay, let's do it. Let's <laughs> this do is, it. This is, so, so I think we found ourselves a special. So season season two of the show will begin. What what do we say? April fifth, something or like that. Four, yeah. yeah. So we we've still got some planning to do fig- to figure that out, that out. Um. But yeah. So if you like this format of the show, we've got obviously video happening. We've got uh, a longer sort of um form show. We're getting a little bit off finance, but I think but, it's it's all. It's all oh, good. for sure. Yeah, this is this is something I think that we should release now, just because of the unique time in history that yeah. we are in uh, with this new scientific breakthrough. And I, I love that you you mentioned freedom. Like at the the point of finances is unto freedom. The point of anything is unto freedom. And yeah. I think this tool, we don't understand how much freedom it's about to unlock. Yeah, that's good. And uh, we'll we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens in the next two months. <laughs> I told Isaiah, it's like we have uh, unidentified flying objects being shot down over North America, and I have a assistant that is ten times smart, <laughs> like a thousand times smarter than I am, that can be my business partner. What what is going on? What what is the world? The end times. <laughs> <laughs> like what what is going on? I AI I, is I actually do not know. Uh, the Antichrist. I I, <laughs> I literally don't know what world I'm living in, and so I hope you found this uh, episode informative. Uh, like and subscribe on YouTube, all of the above, and subscribe on Spotify. Uh, remember, this is Finance Fam. Thank you guys for joining us. Don't look back. Look ahead. <laughs> <laughs>